Life Audio. Welcome to Crosswalk Talk. I am your host, Michael Faust. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I can't wait for you to hear from our guest. Please note that the interview in this episode was previously recorded. Check out our show notes for more information. If you want to see this interview on video, then check out Crosswalk's YouTube channel, which is linked in today's show notes. Thanks so much for joining us today. Of course. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. Uh, the series is a Pure Flick series. It's called A Thousand Tomorrows. A Thousand Tomorrows. Uh, Rose, you play Allie Daniels, uh, which is based, of course, on a Karen Kingsbury book. It's my understanding that you have a passion and a love for horses. Is that one thing that kind of attracted you to this project? Oh, it absolutely is. You know, I, I actually grew up barrel racing, which is the sport that Allie Daniels competes in in the story. And I, so I grew up barrel racing. I have multiple barrel horses. And, you know, I ended up getting out of barrel racing at about 16 or 17 and getting into another equestrian, Western equestrian sport. But yes, that was very attractive to me when I read it. I read that there was a barrel racer to bull rider. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, my heart. This is exactly what I've always dreamed of doing. And it was just such a dream to get to work with the animals again. Yeah. yeah. What else? What else attracted you to it? I'm sure you haven't accepted every single horse project out there, but uh, are there other themes and what else did you like about the the, the project? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I loved there's there's this theme throughout the entire thing about, you know, really having faith, even when there really isn't a lot of room to have faith. And that was really important to me because it really seemed like this completely hopeless situation that that Allie and Cody, the leads of the series, are in, and yet they manage to have faith and hope. And it's a struggle, and it's really hard, and it's it's very realistic, and it's it's not sugar coated. And there, you know, there there are some some difficulties that they have to overcome, but it is a story of of faith and a story of leaning into that, even though it seems like all hope is lost. That there is still a little hope left. And that even if you are beyond healing, the Lord can still heal you. And I really loved that that idea. Yeah. Let's go back to the horse thing real quick before I let yeah. a different theme. Did you guys, did your family have horses? I mean, how, how did you even get involved in horses? Because not everybody has horses around. I mean, what 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 happened there? Yeah. So my, my mom actually grew up doing the same thing that I did. She grew up rodeoing, barrel racing, that kind of thing. And so... Before I was even born, we owned horses. We lived on a ranch. And my my mom, when when I was born, she was like, this girl is going to ride before she rides a bicycle. So indeed I did. And that was just kind of kind of my childhood was was horses. It was really hard work. It is not glamorous as people think. It is not glamorous how we make it in the show or in the movies. Like it's just not. And it it was it really taught me the value of of hard work of respect and trust in someone else and that you can't just be a bully. You can't push a horse around. They will push you right back. And so it just taught me a lot of valuable life lessons that I really appreciate it for. How did you guys balance uh, safety of the actress with, I guess, realism on the set? I'm assuming that a few of those scenes, it's somebody else depicting you. Is that, is that correct? So you're and not on the horse other times? Yes. So I definitely have a stunt double because, you know, as much as I, begged them to let me do all of my own stunts it's just not safe you know if something were to happen then then it puts production in a bind so you know we had to be really respectful of that but we had such wonderful wranglers and wonderful stunt coordinators i can't say enough good things about them there was never a moment where i felt unsafe and i think the rest of the the rest of the cast could say the same that 
we always felt protected. We always felt like like our animal handlers and our stunt doubles and everyone else around us had it under control. And there was never any fear of of being harmed by these animals. And they were such great animals, too. You know, the the animal that the horse that I that I rode for the show, I honestly never even got his name because they were like, no, he's Ace now. He's this is his name. He is Ace. He is this character. And man, did he play his role perfectly. And I tried so many times to buy that horse because I was in love with him. But they sadly said, though, that's funny. Uh, so there's a few other uh, films that you've been in that people might recognize. Surprised by Oxford, of course. Finding You, which is one of my favorite rom-coms or whatever you want to call it. What category that is. I enjoyed that one. Did you grow up with with the desire to, to act? I mean, were you a five-year-old wanting to be in the movies? Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. I think I never really realized it, but yes, because I I was one of those kids that ran around filming backyard movies and I was obsessed with books and still am. And so I knew I wanted to be in storytelling in some form or fashion. I thought I wanted to be an author and I really leaned into that, even though I wrote all these scripts and, you know, performed all of these home movies and things like that. And I I ended up actually seeing a small production that took place on my parents' ranch because the producer was a family friend and he called my dad and said, hey, how would you like to uh, to be an executive producer without putting any money in? Just let us use your ranch. And so I got to see that for the first time at about, you know, 12 or 13 years old, something like that. And I saw that and was just blown away. And I had no idea that there was even this possibility that I could get into this world. And so that really opened doors for me. And and I, I realized that that was that was what I wanted to do. And that was the the mode of storytelling that I really wanted to to travel into one of the first movies that i recognized when i was looking at your ibd page was oh goodness it's the the name escaped me um it's the movie about the girl the 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 young lady who was killed on a school shooting um i'm not ashamed yeah yeah how did you break into to movies and was that your was that your first you know break or whatever that pretty much was there was there was another small film that i had a non-speaking role in and I'd done plenty of short films and things like that. But that was my first opportunity. I had a wonderful modeling coach who really helped me get set up there. And she said, hey, they just need someone to come in for one line. Do you think you can do it? And I was like, yes, please bring me in. So I got to do that. And I'm really honored to have been a part of the project. I had some great memories from it. And it was such a powerful story to be telling. So I'm really honored to to have been a small part of it. You've kind of found your niche here in terms of well, most of the movies you've done are what we would call inspiring films or 
family films, some faith films as well. Are there certain types of projects that you're attracted to more than others? Definitely. I I want audiences, when they watch something that I'm in, to walk away with a sense of inspiration and hope. I don't want them walking away saying, oh, the world is really a dark place. I want them to walk away with with Mm. this idea that that faith can conquer all and and there is there is such a thing as you know as as the lord working miracles and that's something that i really wanted you know i I, even though i've i've done plenty of films that aren't faith-based i I do enjoy the faith-based ones as well i think that they're very important and basically just whatever film i'm in i just want to make sure that that audiences don't walk away feeling gross they walk away feeling inspired you are also working on a couple of future projects one is called the shift and you have your hand, I think, and producing, I think that's what the title is, uh, a, a project as well. Do you see your future in, in acting or in producing, directing, or in a little bit of both? Uh, definitely a little bit of both. I, I love writing so much, and I love I, I would love to become a producer someday. That's definitely my goal. If I could have it my way, I, I hope to one day be able to write, produce, and act in my own things and, and hire a cast that is just outstanding. And I've come across so many different projects where where I, I read a book or something like that. And I, I'm like, wow, this is the, you know, this is, this is such a great story. It has to be told, but I'm not the right person to be the actress in this. And there has to be a way to get that done. And so I'm, I'm hoping to one day be able to produce and, you know, I'm on my way to writing and working on a show right now as a writer. So this is, uh, it's definitely a dream and I hope it's a possibility here pretty soon, but that's my goal. We've been talking to Rose Reed, who stars in the new Pure Flix series, A Thousand Tomorrows, which is based on a Karen Kingsbury book. Rose, thanks so much. Thank you so much. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. That's how we help more people just like you find the show. A big thanks to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. See you next time. Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com.